Hello and welcome, listeners, to episode 20 of your friendly neighborhood gaming podcast, IRL Game Chat. It's cold. Where we share our most intimate memories and opinions regarding the world of video games as we know it. I'm freezing. I am your host, Joe Finley, and with me, as always, your passionate and proud PS3 player, Yeah, Mr. Luke Shermer. That's right. How it's are it's you, me sir? now. <sighs> so, let's talk about this weekend. Well, <laughs> here's what we did. Okay. We walked into GameStop and... Uh, and the employee's on the phone, mm-hmm. and he turns around, looks at us, and stops talking. He goes, dude, you need to see what this guy just brought in. Yeah. <laughs> he has a trash bag of 360 games. Yes. And there will be a link to the Vine that I created that kind of gives a, a quick gist as to how many games and with the size of your 360 collection you just turned in. Yeah, it was like a giant scroll. Yes. Not that you receipt. got rid of your 360 altogether. More so that you just decided to join the PS3 community. Community. Yeah, I can't talk. Awesome. (laughs) So yeah, I got rid of most everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, stuff that I've played and won't go back to at any point ever, really. I just got rid of of everything. Funny thing, uh, the highest value... I was going to say, what are you most shocked in of of all of them? Yeah, it was Alice Madness Returns, which I bought a year ago for 20 bucks, and I got like $17 for it. Yeah, and when you check the GameStop website today, how much were they selling it for used? New was 20 bucks, used was 35 <laughs> or 36 or something like that. Yeah. You know, scales so. based on demand. Right. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. It was an awesome game. Yeah. Definitely. Great great time playing that, but yeah, yeah so now I've got um you know, here's the funny thing. I bought PS Plus. Mm-hmm. And I think I could comfortably game off PS Plus only. Yeah, absolutely. With with all the free stuff they give you, like amazing, amazing games they give you for free. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, you obviously wouldn't stay completely up to date, but right, yeah, not at for, all. For for titles that, especially that you may have missed or skipped out on, just mm-hmm. because you thought they maybe weren't worth your money in the first place, right? That then you get to come back to. Then you're like, you oh, know? now it's free, so I have no excuse to play it now. Right, and now yeah. you have an incredible library just handed to you. Yeah, and quite a few things to be playing. So. On the topic of us, your hosts, we are unfortunately having a bit of a change up to the way that we're going to be doing things in the future. This is not going to hinder us from continuing to record. Luke still wants to be a part of the podcast and I still Mm -hmm. want the podcast to exist. But Luke, uh, as it turns out, you're going to be moving. That's right. I'm going to Florida. So all the way down the East Coast. Yes. So many podcasts have done this in the past. The comedy button, for one, you know, Anthony Gallegos is not near them. He's in Seattle when they're recording in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's not that this is going to really hinder our ability or anything. But, you know, we will be missing Luke IRL. In the flesh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, uh... Did you want to say anything about, you know, what's going on? With sure. You yeah. Um, you know, this move actually was something, um, uh, it's more like me uprooting my life in a way. Um, yeah. I, I didn't actually, well, let, let me put it this way. A week and a half ago, I had no intention to move anywhere. Right. But I, um, I have eczema and the condition has gotten so bad that the only way for me to livably treat myself is to go to a warmer environment with a better air quality. Right. And Rochester is terrible and Southwest Florida is amazing. Where that's where my dad lives. Right. So I'm going to be staying with him for a while until I can get back on my feet and get a job and live down there. But I'm probably going to be down there for quite a while. Yeah. It's just weird uh, having to leave my friends and my family and head down there. You know, it's going to be good to see my dad, but... 
Yeah, the whole thing is just, I, I haven't really fully processed that, you know, it's <laughs> happening. Yeah. Right. So there's good and there's bad, and I'm going to make the best out of it. But yeah, so I'm going to be recording from sunny Florida from here on out. Yes. At least for a while. So. And uh, yeah, like I said, we're this is not going to stop. Luke and mm-hmm. I will still be coming to you every week with your IRL. We just might have a bit of a delay while we ears. figure out how to make this all work. Mm-hmm. But uh, Might be a hiccup along the road, but you know. Yeah. Uh, and you know, since Luke is going to have some time, you know, reacclimating himself to Florida, it, it was the perfect time for him to get that PlayStation, you know, because now <laughs> right, he's got an entire yeah. library of games to feel free to play while he's, you know, dealing with what he's dealing with. Yep. So you should absolutely friend him on PSN. Level up Luke. Mm-hmm. You should tweet him at Level Up Luke. You know, stay a part of his life. You know, even though he's separating himself from us, you know, we you know, we're still going to very much be a part of the IRL Game Chat family. And, That's right. And you know, yeah, I love you, man. <laughs> oh, I love you too, Joe. <laughs> I'll give you a hug when we're done recording. So yeah, since we can't really hug right now. Onto a less somber note. Let's get back to being IRL Game Chat. Indeedski. <laughs> Uh, let's just jump right into recent gaming updates. So okay. what have you been playing? Runner 2. Mm. Which is a little amazing and frustrating and yeah. angering <laughs> and makes me happy all at the same time. Very that, interesting. That's a good experience. combination of things. It really is. I have to give credit to the devs for making an experience that's like that. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and now wild. you understand, too, why I was saying that it's difficult to call it a platformer. You know, it, it doesn't quite resemble your standard platformer yeah it's not it's not just a platformer it's you know it's lots of different things yeah it's it's a music game oh that, absolutely um and it's a i don't know it's a three controller game it's just <laughs> lots of stuff yeah <laughs> i didn't do that but i was getting pretty close yeah you, you were stuck for a little while there but I, yeah. that definitely happens to everybody mm-hmm. especially people like us who are determined to play on the hardest setting no yeah matter, <laughs> the no, whole way through yeah no matter how difficult it gets you're like i'm yeah. going to do this exactly <laughs> even if i have to see that pickle man 80 million times yeah. <laughs> the drunk pickle guy yeah. <laughs> and that weird like floppy fish with two feet yeah <laughs> yeah they've got some interesting characters in there yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you're uh, finally getting onto that. Not to mention, you're going to be playing games like The Last of Us now. Mm-hmm. Not that you didn't start it already, but you will actually complete it. Yeah, I played half of it, and then I just couldn't because of I don't know, my, my save file was in, like... Oh, that was all sorts of complicated. Greece or something. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but not, anyway... Not the country fun. for you people that yeah, don't know us. <laughs> yeah, my save file went to Greece. <laughs> Someone just mailed it to Athens, and now it's gone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> going to join the Olympic halls. But I'm thrilled mostly just due to the fact that I want to be able to talk spoilers. And mm-hmm. I've been waiting for so long to I be know. able to talk about this game with anyone. Yeah. Because Doug's not done with it. Brandon refuses to play the single player content. <laughs> oh, good. So. <laughs> it's just a failure on many levels. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's going to be something that I'm going to be doing soon. Indeed. Get into that. Um, it's probably not going to be the first thing I play. I'd, l- I'd like to platinum the runner, too. Mm-hmm. I'd like to do that probably first, yeah. you know, because that's a game where I feel if you set it down for a while. In fact, you told me this yourself. You said if you set it down for too long, you've got to go back a bunch of levels to kind of reacclimate yourself. Yeah, and I would like to not do that. I'd like to just go all, you know, plow through it, just finish everything all yeah. at once. So I don't think it might be necessary to go back, but I feel like it's definitely easier. It, it, like if you play it in long stretches, you can. I mean, you saw how far you got in one night of playing. Yeah, I beat. Um, I beat it hard on every, and I collected all the gold on every level in the first world. Right, and that's one fifth of the game. I did that in one night. So. Right. 
And if you had done that in chunks, which from my own personal experience, once I got to world two is when I started to do like, oh, I'll do a level. Mm-hmm. And every time I did a level, that level took me like 20 to 30 minutes. Oh, wow. Because I had to get my fingers back into being right on top of my my brain. Like I had to get them perfectly in sync again. <laughs> Gotta get my fingers on my brain. Yeah. <laughs> Dig in there. And squishy Joe brain. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. So, <laughs> I got a question for you, Joe. What's that? It's been brewing in my mind okay. for quite some time. All right. What have you been playing with your video games? <laughs> well, I, I tackled the Last of Us DLC, which yeah. I, like I said before, I viewed the HD screens before even was released and before hearing anything about it. I am loving those maps more than I'm loving the original maps in the game. Nice. That's good. And while though it is incredibly hard, I mean, if you saw the meme that I posted for last week's episode, mm-hmm. it was kind of a joke, but it was like, oh, want to play The Last of Us? Good luck finding players. And the background was GTA Five. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely right. true. My friends list is primarily people that I met in The Last of Us. In fact, at least 60 to 80% of my friends list are people that... I met in game that mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, you're cool. We both have a mic. Let's add each other's friends and play some more. Right. And now I go to sign on and all of them minus one or two people were playing GTA online. Right. So trying to actually get someone to play with me, I'm sending invites out to people and obviously people are ignoring it because they're busy, you know, running around Los Santos doing craziness. And, right. Yeah. yeah. But I did get to play with a few people, and I, yeah, I really enjoyed the DLC, and Good. I'm so thrilled. Got the season pass. Can't wait for the single player. Whether it's Ish, the guy that you don't even know about or not, whether it's some other story. I mean, I was thinking about this the other day. As much as I have predictions and ideas of what I want the single player to be, it could be anything. It's a huge idea and a universe that was created for one game that right. followed a few characters. I'm sure there are millions upon millions of people. Well, actually, I don't know what percentage of the world was left after the fungi kind of spread. But yeah, uh, probably a few million after the cordyceps. You know, all of these characters have stories of some kind, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure some more compelling than others. But Naughty Dog, I trust them to do whatever they do. You know, yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm waiting for that. So, also, I played The Walking Dead over again. This is my fourth playthrough. And, uh, man, I, I, I gotta give it up for Telltale. Fourth time beating the game. The first three were on PC, by the way, and uh, it still left me in tears. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a very emotional game. What an experience. Mm-hmm. It was great, too, because Brandon, our I don't play The Last of Us single player, I primarily play COD and occasionally hockey gamer in the house. He sat through the final scene of that game. And it was just dead silent the entire time. And at the very end, like tears were welling up in my eyes and he was just silent. He had nothing, <laughs> there was nothing he could say. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, that was pretty depressing, wasn't it? And he was like, yeah, really? And then he just got up and walked out. And that was it. <laughs> he was not expecting that. He came in to see zombies and awesomeness and, right, yeah. and left on a tearjerker. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll be commenting on The Walking Dead in a moment. So That's right. Indeed. There is new news. There, There is new news, new news. <laughs> Which, by the way, uh, something I did want to bring up, Naughty Dog has officially said that they are not looking to port The Last of Us to PlayStation 4. So it's a good thing that you picked up your PlayStation 3. It is. This is new news that, that was literally said in the last week. I don't mind that because I trust that they're going to make something 
even better in the next gen. Yeah. Maybe not even better, but you know. Or just a further iteration. I mean, something really good. A game like this could easily be a, a trilogy or more so. You yeah, know? I hope it is. Yeah. yeah. I don't see why it wouldn't be. If they don't like money and awesomeness. Well, some people don't like money and awesomeness. <laughs> they oh, are called naysayers, Joe. <laughs> this is true. And we don't like them either. <laughs> Something I did want to bring up, by the way. Remember when we were at the GameStop kiosk mm-hmm. and I picked up that fake uh, Assassin's Creed blade? <laughs> yeah. And we were laughing Emphasis about it. fake. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. It looked really cheesy. I'm yeah. sure it doesn't work that well either. <laughs> well, today... I found a post online that a swordsmith has actually made a working Assassin's Creed wrist blade. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and there's actually a uh, video and photo. Of him killing people? Here's the, no, <laughs> here's the photo. Which oh, okay. obviously doesn't show much, but... Right, just kind of like the pieces coming together. Right, and it is real. That's terrifying and awesome all at once. I hope that doesn't get in the hands of evil yeah, when I was a kid, I actually designed on paper a prototype of something that was just like that, except it was overhand. Oh, really? So it was it was inspired by the um, zealot from StarCraft. Oh, okay. And I kind of like designed how it would work, and it had you know like a grip handle that you'd pull in, and then the blade would extend out. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's fun stuff. It's cool to see someone that's actually making that. Yeah, I'll definitely post a, a link to the video. Links. So onto the game loot. We don't have anything for Games for Gold. Obviously, it's only twice a month. Right, because, you know, it's Microsoft and <laughs> et cetera. There were some news about Games for Gold, though. Microsoft has announced that it will be extending Games for Gold indefinitely. Originally, it was slated to end at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. So, Well, they got to do something to compete with PlayStation. And they got to do it yes. better because they're not right now. <laughs> this is true. Didn't Kotaku say something like PlayStation Plus makes Xbox Live look laughable? Like, they used some word that was really nasty to describe just how bad Microsoft is at doing this. Well, a lot of people around the industry feel the same way. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like PlayStation Plus sells itself, and it it gives you an entire library of games, especially if you're a Vita or a PSP owner as well, because then you're getting games for all of those platforms every month, so much so that in the course of a year, you don't even have to buy games if you don't want to, and you get to play the greatest stuff that came out in the last, like, year or so. Yeah, and in fact, if you buy playstation plus online right now you get uh ten dollars to spend in the store indeed and you also get a whole bunch of games for the uh vita including rayman origins which was awesome indeed yes and there are some other things like take for example for playstation plus free right now we have a halloween sale going on Mm -hmm. the only thing that's officially free is hotline miami for vita Mm mm-hmm but that's an incredible title, obviously uh, well-reviewed uh, when it comes to like its, its PC release and everything. There are some incredible deals that I will leave links to in the event that you links. care about them. Links. Uh, the PS3 GTA V bundle, some cheap HDMIs, some Gone Home Vita memory cards, Batman Arkham City and Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. Yep, words that I can't remember. But <laughs> You must be going crazy. Most notably, in this Halloween sale on the PSN is The Last of Us and The Walking Dead, of which, what were we saying? The The Walking Dead is, it was like $4.99? Two, like I think it's $2.99 for all the episodes. Was it? 
Well, either way. In any case, so, it's super cheap. Buy it if you haven't bought it already. Yeah. And, if you haven't bought it, smack yourself and then buy it because it's really cheap. Indeed. And the 400 Days DLC is it was like 249 or something with PlayStation Plus. So, yeah. uh, Which, by the way, I got a Twitter question just before starting recording asking if I'd actually played 400 Days. Mm. And no, I have not. But I want to pick it up either tonight or tomorrow. We're getting and it tonight. We're going to be playing it tonight. Super awesome. Yep. Yep. I can't wait for the next game. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to play that uh, Wolf Man, the Wolf Among Us. <laughs> yeah, yes. Probably gonna wait till there's like a collector's edition with everything in it, though. You know, right. all, all packed into one pretty price, and yes. and then I'll I'll pick it up probably. But yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Indeed. Also, in the weekly wallet, we we, 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 we whoa, whoa. in the weekly wallet wrap up. Yeah, <laughs> we there's have. a Waskowie Wabbit. <laughs> um, Crytek's f- first free to play game came out. Uh, earlier this week called Warface and <laughs> Warface yes and there's a, a launch trailer uh, the Crytek CEO has has recently been quoted as saying that free to play games are catching up with the next gen production values it's just a quote unquote matter of time and the launch trailer kind of looks at the moral gray area you must face in war so oh interesting it looks interesting yeah I'm uh it's free to play so why not give it a shot also, in the event that you have an Xbox 360 and you do not have GTA 5 yet, it is now available. You can now download it <laughs> via Games on Demand. And we're not going to talk about this yet, but GameStop's Black Friday ad has been leaked, and there are 12 pages of crazy discounts. Oh, yeah? So we, we will... Obviously, it's not even something to be talked about right now. We have better things to say. But I want to talk but... about it because I want to know it's on sale. Okay. We will talk about it next week then. Also released this week is Rocksmith 2014, Ooh. which kind of sounds like it might be just a slight update, in you know, like a you know Guitar Hero three kind of thing, right? Uh, because it has the date on the end of it, but it really is uh, notably a brand new game and totally revamped. Interesting. And in many ways, it is quite possibly one of the best educational tools ever developed in a video game. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we are talking about this, and you were saying how it's going to genuinely teach people how to play guitar. Right. Or at least kind of like lead them on that path. Yes. Well, yes and no. Okay, so the reviews are great, by the way. The track listing looks pretty good. It's uh, a slew of famous classic rock songs and some newer metal things, some Iron Maiden, things like that. Mm -hmm. There's a good uh, scalable difficulty. The thing that I like about it the most is that in the event that you're playing through a part, and because it is literally playing a guitar, if there's a part that is too difficult for you, you can on the fly choose that segment to slow it down and play it over and over again, slowly speeding Uh, it up so that you can build how well you're doing that one segment and then get better at it and then jump right right back into the song and keep playing. Yeah. The mini games too seem really cool and they're, like I said, it's a great educational tool. Uh, Makes you feel like you're still playing a kind of a Guitar Hero-ish game, Mm. but while actually using a guitar. But what I have heard is that for the absolute novice who's like never picked up a guitar at all and wouldn't know what fret numbers are or anything, right. it might not be quite up your alley. You need okay. to at least understand what the guitar is that you're holding in your hands. Now, okay. that being said, it's going to t- train you on many different techniques, uh, chord progressions and uh, fingering techniques. It does not get quite as advanced as I would have liked 
the reviews are saying that, you know, for someone who wants to get into complicated double hand tapping or specifically uh, finger sweeps, uh, it, it doesn't quite reach there. Mm-hmm. So for someone like me, it'll be more of a game than a tool that'll help me get any better than I already am. Okay. But then again, I am a musician who plays guitar. For those of you who don't know that, I don't know if I've ne- have addressed that fully, but... We actually might never have. Yeah. And it's actually a big part of your life, so... Yeah, this is true. It's good that it's come out at some point. I'm a musician. Yay! I write music. Yeah, music. Yeah. I will Notes not leave a shit. link to anything. Links, but. links. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, the Metacritic score is really, really high in the 80s. And there's a launch trailer that I'll, I'll put a link to that uh, really kind of strengthens its merit as a training device and a game at the same time. Cool. But uh, not to be mistaken for just some like hokey fad like Guitar Hero used to be, basically. I can dig it. Uh, while we're discussing Metacritic scores really quickly, I wanted to say this. We obviously talked about Beyond Two Souls a little bit in the past. Mm-hmm. And right now it's got a meta score of 72. Which, considering how polarizing this game is, I'm actually pretty thrilled with that. Yeah. And the user score is looking at an 8.1 out of 10. No, oh, that's good. But it's funny. Okay. This review site called Quarter to Three had probably one of the most interesting reviews I've ever seen for a game. <laughs> okay. And in the comments of this particular review, somebody really, really blew up at this guy. Now... I say this because, first of all, he gave it a one star out of five. Mm. So it's a star system. So technically, on Metacritic, it comes out as a 20, but that's not 100% accurate. You know, it could be sure. You know, a little bit over or under that. But the thing about it that's really odd is that this particular guy, he tends to rate things that are very well-liked incredibly low. <laughs> okay. And I mean, like... Th- this guy, Tom Chick, he rates every game that I've really enjoyed as something really low. Like, uh, Did he have a solid reasoning, or is he just trying to stir the pot? Well, that's exactly the, the question that some of the comments have, have been bringing up. Are Maybe the whole point is to just get web hits. You know, because right. take for example, okay. So, so this guy brought it up. He's he, in his uh, comment. He said, "How to generate website traffic and review? A guide by Tom Chick." You know, making fun of the guy. <laughs> One, rate a big, anticipated game way lower than everybody else, and two, watch the traffic come. Tom's review scores: Beyond Two Souls, twenty; The Last of Us, oh, sixty; Bioshock Infinite, sixty; Far Cry Three, sixty; Halo Four, twenty; Sleeping Dogs, forty; Journey, forty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, of those, more than half have a Metacritic average that's over ninety percent. Right. So obviously, Tom Chick is—he's uh, got some explaining to do. Yeah, it's—it's it's really, really hilarious the way he words it too, because he's—he's he's downright trashing the game, the entire review, all the way through. Does you he know, sound intelligent about it? Like, take for example. In Beyond Two Souls, Ellen Page plays a creepy version of the character model of Ellie from The Last of Us. She has access to something called an Iden, which has a number of apps. It has a wall hack app. It has an app to divert the flow of flashbacks into her face so that she can see them. Now, Iden is actually the soul attached to her, right. which she then brings up later on. Okay, 
the ident isn't really a device it's the eponymous second soul the ellen page character model was born with an extra soul some people have an extra testicle or an extra nipple the ellen page character model has an extra soul the reveal about this soul is exactly what you'd expect so act like you're surprised when it comes up at the very end of the story her extra soul lets her variously play as a super spy, a midwife, a panhandler, a commando in the cover shooter without much shooting, and a little girl with psychic powers that come with psychic responsibility, so don't use them too much against snotty kids your own age. I don't know. His commentary is really, really, really bad. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's up with this guy. I just I, just I don't either. I don't really thought I'd bring think it up. I, I don't think I care about this guy either. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad I heard about him, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that I'm gonna can go sit over there. In the corner. I'm gonna turn his reviews into a new segment of the podcast. Every time a new game comes out that he reviews, I want to bring up what Tom Chick had to say about the game from here on out. Because <laughs> do we really want to do that though, uh, at least to laugh at him. Yeah, I suppose we could. Yeah. Just don't go to his website ever. No, we no, don't. We no don't, links. He's already no been links. generating enough traffic. Yeah, no links <laughs> for sure. We'll just make fun of him. So and send him mail with poop in it. <laughs> Indeed, real human excrement. So on to the stat chat. Eat corn first. <laughs> stat chat. Stat chat. <laughs> GTA 5 extends its run as UK's number one. Not, yeah. Not terribly surprising, right? In fact, in the UK, GTA 5 has topped 3 million sales. And the UK is a pretty small place. And this is in the last month, really. Yeah, that's nuts. I contributed a sale. Yay. Something I wanted to say about that, Activision CEO has officially said that he wants his sales record back and that Call of Duty is aiming to take down GTA 5 this year. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck, sir. Yeah, I don't think it's happening. No. Not only do I think not think that's happening, but why even say that publicly? That just makes me hate you even more. Yeah, well, because, you know, these CEOs, they're 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 highly motivated. They're very driven. It's mm. all just a dick measuring contest. Yeah, so absolutely. of course he's going to say something like that. Yeah. It's just hilarious to think that he could even stand up to something like this. Yeah. Good luck, buddy. I mean, this is broken like is every record that it could for video games. So right. yeah, good luck with that. It's broken records for movies. I mean, yeah. It's broken records in the entertainment industry as a whole. Indeed. Speaking of the UK, Assassin's Creed the entire series has officially sold 6.6 million copies altogether. Sweet. I guess so. It's also had many, many games. Yeah. So, so I'm thinking about that number and I'm like, that's a lot. Wait, split up by on average, it's like less than a million per game then. Yeah. So never mind. And we got some NPD numbers. The Wii U had a sales jump of Wee. 200%. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Go Nintendo. Uh, See, price drops. They also, help. PlayStation 3 has outsold the Xbox 360 for the first time in 32 months. Sweet. Which, I don't know what that really means. Maybe it's people gearing up and preparing for next gen. I mean, it just seems like an odd time for people to be massively buying the PS3. <laughs> yeah, I know. It is weird. There is no explanation for that. I'm guessing it's just because of all the console exclusives. I, I mean, mean, I can... For people that are yeah. just picking up their well, first exactly. console of this gen, it's like... Well, I want to play The Last of Us and Beyond Two Souls. Well, you need a PS3. Right. So yeah. I, I guess for this time period, it's not terribly surprising. Or for me, like I bought one because exactly I wanted to brush up on all the uh, exclusive content that I missed. Indeed. You know, there's a lot of amazing stuff out there that I couldn't play on the 360. So mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. It's good. It was a good time for me. Also, Xbox 360 sales have reached 80 million units total. Yay. Wow. That is a pretty incredible number. I yep. mean, regardless of how Sony wants to 
look at their PS3 numbers over the past month, mm-hmm. they still have an overall number to contend to that they can't reach. Right. The PS4 will obviously be the contender that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. This is the console you're looking for. and gta 5 is obviously revitalized declining u.s games market not surprising in the numbers not at all one of the most interesting things that i thought about all of these surveys and things that have come up recently there was recently a survey and 97 percent of participating members of xbox 360's xbox live program have given their stamp of approval for games with gold this is overwhelming Except for the fact that that means that 3% of Xbox Live users do not like free games. Yes. <laughs> what does that even mean? How could you say no to that? How does that even make any sense at all? <laughs> that stat was the weirdest one I'd ever seen. I was like, oh, so 3% of users don't approve with free? What? <laughs> uh. Uh, I've got nothing else to say about that. Maybe it was a dev. Yeah. A, a disgruntled dev. <laughs> maybe. 3% of them. And the Stanley Parable has sold more than 100,000 copies in three days since its launch. Wow. Stanley Parable's popular demo helped make the game a success, the dev says. And if you're not playing that game, you should. It's totally worth it. Sweet. Came out last week. And on to the GTA Gabs. GTA Gabs. So, the GTA 5 PC petition, gotta mention it again, it has broken 600,000 signatures. Listen, there was a ton of news recently, and everyone's saying it's coming to PC. You can stop signing the damn petition. Sign it anyway. <laughs> okay, Luke wants you to sign, sign it. Sign it. So, whichever one of us you, you side with, you can decide. Don't have a PC? Work. Yep, sign it. Yeah, <laughs> even if it doesn't even help you. Oh, that's hilarious. Next... IGN posted an awesome little video called 29 Awesome GTA 5 Easter Eggs. It's a great little video. I will post it, even though there's some inaccuracies there that have been cleared up in the comments section. Uh, it's pretty awesome. And led me to realize that there is a lot of Illuminati stuff in that game. A lot. Really? Yes. Talk of lizard people and aliens. And uh, I guess the devs over there really have Illuminati on their mind. I guess so. Yeah. They probably have bomb shelters and lots of canned spam. They're all prepared, just yeah. in case. <laughs> Shotguns and <laughs> yes. gold. GTA Online title update has gone live, which is good. It's fixing a lot of issues. Apparently, there's no more problems with the cars going missing and things like that. It has also halved the GTA Online repeat mission payouts. So if you tend to do the same mission over and over again to farm XP or farm money, as it were, you will now only be getting half for each. Which actually I'm quite thrilled with, although a little too late. You know how many people have been doing that for weeks? Right. I saw someone that was like a level 190 the other day. I'm a level like 45, and I've put a lot of time into GTA Online. And for all the people that are just starting up now, they are essentially going to have to play this game for like hundreds of hours to even get close to that. About it's a shame that they, me. there's no yeah there's no way to really combat it for people that have already done it for days. Right, like there was this one particular mission called Mixed Up with Coke that everyone was doing because <laughs> it almost leveled you up one entire level every time you played it. Oh, okay. and you could just keep doing it over and over and over and over. I did it like eight times back to back, only eight. And I know people that were doing it for a whole day back yeah. to back. That literally went up to like 80 and 90 in a day. <laughs> That's nuts. So, yeah. Was there a level cap in that game? I don't exactly know. Maybe not. 
I don't know how that works. I know that certain missions and certain activities unlock over time as you reach a certain level. Okay. So yeah, we'll have to see. Yeah. I, 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 no one's reached it yet, obviously. Right. So also they keep saying that they'll keep adding content. So it's supposed to be like an infinite thing. So as you keep leveling up, you're just going to unlock more content and they'll be releasing content before you run out of content. So it'll just never end, which I'm cool with. That yeah. sounds awesome. So yeah, definitely. Sounds like the MMO that I've always been looking for. for yeah, for an open world game like that, you know, yeah. why have an end? Absolutely. Yeah. Also, in the event that you are a YouTube user who loves their hilarious short little videos about, I don't know, anything, uh, we tend to like CinemaSins, who does the everything wrong with videos related to movies. And in the event that you don't know about them, they did a really awesome one recently. And it's a movie that's actually in GTA 5. It's one of the movies you can go to the cinema and watch. So I won't spoil nice. anything, but you should go check it out. Because if you've played the game, I guarantee you've probably seen this movie if you've gone to the cinema. So good stuff. Also, an awesome little video uh, was shown. that was a 13-car scrimmage on a skyscraper in GTA Online. Uh, it's a little ridiculous. Sounds awesome. You should go watch it. <laughs> And a word to the wise, if you're a PC user and you're looking to pirate GTA 5, beware, because there is a 18 gigabyte torrent out there that is strictly malware. Ooh, and sounds it is fun. cycling the internet, circling, however you want to say that, as we Cycling speak. in circles. Yeah. So, uh, guys, just, yeah, just go pay for your games. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a little bit of money. And onto the wee woes. So some not so woes in this one. I'm a, I'm kind of a fan. That's good. Nintendo ended the Wii production. Obviously, we said they did that. Mm -hmm. Officially, 100 million consoles were sold worldwide. That's not too bad. No, no, not at all. Granted, those numbers are just the Wii, and the Wii U is nowhere near those numbers. Right. So they're gonna they've got some work ahead of them if they even want to catch up back right. to what they used to be. Also, Nintendo has said that more crossplay titles are in development, allowing for 3DS compatibility with your Wii U or 2DS at, at this point. That's so, a good move for them. Yeah, absolutely. And Nintendo has announced that they're preparing a fix for the Pokemon X and Y game breaking bug, and they have publicly shown videos and announced how to make sure that this doesn't happen in in the meantime until they get this patch updated. Good. So, okay. Uh, they are obviously on top of the taking uh, care on the ball, of business. So. It's all right. And our last positive one, Deus Ex Human Revolution Director's Cut has come out for the Wii U, and apparently it is just as good as every other version. And not only that, it's got some interesting gamepad features. That's so, cool. In the event that you are a Wii U owner and you like your AAA titles, you should definitely check that out. Granted, most people have played that game ages ago, except for you, Luke. Yeah, except for me. I have you a will copy be playing the 360. It soon, I know. I have a 360 copy, too. Well, that's one I didn't trade in because it's technically not mine. Well, you might as well play it now on your PlayStation so you can get those trophies. Indeed, Ski. <laughs> and then on to the actual woes. Womp, womp, womp. Need for Speed Rivals will be skipping the Wii U. Because no. of weak sales of Need for Speed Most Wanted. Funny thing, I played most Need for Speed of my life mm -hmm. on the GameCube. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. You know, back in the day, they used to be a dominant force. Yeah, definitely. Obviously. No, they're all going, wee womp, womp, womp. Indeed. Also, the Ski. Wii U and 3DS 
and PC version even of Batman Arkham Origins has been delayed in the UK. Mm. So if you're in North America, you don't have to worry about it. But you're, if you're in the UK, I hope you plan on playing on a different console. Yeah. Or at least downloading it on PC. If you want the physical box version, that's the one that's delayed. Yeah, these days, who cares? I mean, I kind of do, I guess. It's kind of nice to have a box, but then it's just more crap that you have in your house. Right, right, absolutely. And not to mention, hard drives are so cheap nowadays. It used to be that, like, oh, I want to install a new game. I, I'm going to have to uninstall that one, you know? But, <laughs> yeah. but now it's like, oh, I've got a terabyte hard drive that I bought for, like, 200 bucks. So hmm. I can just have, like, infinite games on it. It's, like, <laughs> not even a worry. I can have all the games. I remember I literally had to clear out my entire hard drive to put Half-Life 2 on it back in the day. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. I mean, that came out in, what, oh four? Oh, three? I mean, of course, you know, so, you, you, you had a hard drive with a cavernous 30 megabytes. This is true. So I think it may have actually been 80 because I was really shooting for the moon there. Damn, I dude. was like, I want the biggest, most powerful hard drive available. Balling. 80 gigabytes. <laughs> now 80 gigs you can almost find on a flash stick. Actually, I think you can at this Can't point. Can't you get like a 100 gig flash stick or something yeah. like something nutty like that pretty sure it's expensive yeah. like too expensive to really warrant buying something so small that you could just lose yeah but. right <laughs> <laughs> so on to the news we care about only stuff we care about indeed and if you don't like it then you don't like it <laughs> yes this is true i want to make the most accurate statement possible so here's one that you may have uh, an opinion on that i'm not sure if you have any experience with this or know about this but apparently Blizzard was having some problems with World of Warcraft bots. Yes. Did you did you previously know about this? Oh yeah. Um are you familiar with that? No. Whole no. thing? Okay. A bot is basically a secondary program. Oh yeah, I know what that, a bot is. Right, right, right. But yeah, people were were doing that all the time to like farm experience or farm items or farm gold. Um, actually, one of my friends was doing it for a while to farm um, PvP points mm -hmm. in Ultrac Valley. He would just leave his computer on and do work, and then every like five minutes, his character would just like move forward an inch oh. <laughs> so that he wouldn't get booted from the battleground. <laughs> he just uh. raking. Yeah, it's kind of skeezy, but you know. Yeah. Well, on that. Blizzard Entertainment has prevailed in a two-year legal battle with Ceiling Fan Software over their bots and has been awarded $7 million by a federal court in California. <laughs> Seven million. It's like peanuts for them. Yeah, it's especially considering how many people basically raped this game for experience. And yeah, for here's like a day of subscription fees for you guys. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but it, it it's good to see, and especially considering that means that their bots will be shut down, this company mm -hmm. can no longer make them. Apparently it violates the end-user agreement with World of Warcraft. So. It does, because it, it ruins the experience. I mean, you, you don't, you know, you go into a PvP battleground, and you expect that people are going to be excited to be there and, like, performing their roles the way they're supposed to. Right. And then you have, like, some dickhead, like, sitting in the spawn who's, like, just moving I was going to say, how does this affect minutes? you as someone who's actually playing? It affects you in that your team is full. It's 40 on 40. Okay. In all track value. I mean, this, you know, I'm talking, this was like vanilla WoW, like way back in the day. I don't know what the battlegrounds are now. Right. But like in all track value, it was 40 on 40. So for every one person that is doing this and is botting, you're mm. technically down one man. Okay. So you end up, you know, you've got players like me who are there and they're focused and they're trying to play as hard as they can and win the battleground. Mm -hmm. But then you're down a few men and it's like, 
it comes to a point where you're just going to lose because people aren't respecting the game and the other players that are playing it. Oh man, that's so lame. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Why would people even do something like that? Eh, selfishness. It is a farm game though. Yeah. In a way, and it and it it does take a lot to get certain things. So I can certainly see the incentive because you could leave that on all night while you're sleeping. Right. And right. then, you know, you're technically racking up the points while you're not even playing. <laughs> yeah. So And then, you know, flaunt all the awesome gear and loot that you have from doing nothing. <laughs> exactly. Oh, jeez. So, yeah. But it's good to see that they have a handle on it now. Yeah, and anyone who used those bots, I hate you. Yeah. I haven't even played the game, and I'm already like, <laughs> those people are despicable. Yeah, it, I, and you know, stuff like that's bound to happen in, um, I think, PC games specifically, just because uh, you've got the platform to kind of get the ball rolling on, on things like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's much more difficult on, like, a console. Right. I don't even think it's possible on a console, but... Yeah, I don't think so either. So, you know... It is what it is. But okay. yeah, it's good to see they got a handle on it. I hope that other games that have PvP aspects to them kind of go the same route and are kind of afforded the same legal rights, you know? Right, right. So, Have you ever watched HBO's Real Sports? I know you're not a sports no, fan, but do you know what it is? I don't. Okay, so HBO's Real Sports is a program designed to have host Bryant Gumble give you an inside look into the sports, talk to the people that are actually competing, and mm-hmm. and kind of show people a side of that world that you wouldn't normally see. I'm usually iffy about tuning in and paying attention to something like this, but tonight specifically, HBO's Real Sports of Bryant Gumbel will be joining the League of Legends Championships at the Staples Center in Los Angeles. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's making the we're breaking through the wall here. Right, right. Taking a step toward making gaming something bigger than it is. Yeah. Less of a hobby and more of a I don't know if I really want to call it like a competitive sport. But until we have better terms for these things, I guess I'll I'll agree with that for now. It's also great because HBO and real sports are specifically huge. You know, th- this is a, a highly televised and, and serious ratings. Like people really tune into this stuff. Mm-hmm. So this is going to really raise awareness for esports in general. That's good. You know, I actually heard something interesting recently. Um, people that are on the fringe, and I heard this specifically about the medical community. Okay. People that are on the fringe who have something genuine to offer, but again, are you know, quote unquote, on the fringe. Mm-hmm. First, they're ignored. Then they're laughed at. And then they're taken with like an inquisitive look, and then they're finally accepted. Mm. So I'm thinking esports is going to take the same kind of a curve. Okay. So expect the worst for now, but don't let it get you down. Right. Because right. I, it's it's only really going to get better from here. Indeed. Especially with all the people that play games these days. Something weird happened over the last week. So okay, weird stuff. Total Biscuit, a YouTube gaming critic, is probably one of the most famous YouTube personalities mm-hmm. for judging games. And when he says that a game is bad, people really take notice. Okay. So as it turns out, he posted a look at a game called Day One Gary's Incident, claiming and supporting with apparent screen grabs that he'd been sent the game by its developers specifically for a review. He called it, among other things, horrendous. Over the past weekend, Wild Game Studio issued a takedown notice to Total Biscuit, forcing the removal of his critique. And their CEO posting on the Steam forums that we protected our copyright because Total Biscuit has no right to make advertising revenues with our license. (laughs) 
Note that other videos of the game, some even containing equally negative commentary, were never removed from YouTube, nor was Kotaku's video even taken down. This brought up a bit of a stir. As it turns out, now the developer has been accused of using copyright takedown to censor a critic. Yes. And while this may not seem like a big deal in the, in, in the industry, it's incredibly important because in any industry, censoring a critic is looked down as like the most heinous thing a studio could do. Mm-hmm. The critics may potentially berate your game, but it's your responsibility to make the game good enough for critics to appreciate in the first place. They sent it to a critic in the first place. Right, right, absolutely. They said, here's our game. What do they expect is going to happen? He's going to rate it. Mm-hmm. And turned out he thought it was crappy. So right. he posted a crappy review. Yes. And then in the days following this, following a public backlash over their attempts to remove the game, the developers issued a public apologies. It said, we sent Total Biscuit a Steam key on November 26, giving him permission to evaluate the game. Monetizing wasn't mentioned in our communications, and it was an error on our part to have not clarified the issue. It was for that particular fact that Wild Game Studio had asked the video's removal. After the video was made unavailable, we have taken seriously the reaction from the community concerning freedom of expression. We strongly believe in the freedom of expression of people and medias and have removed our copyright claim. Wild Games Studio didn't intend on preventing anyone from using the right to freedom of expression. For this reason, Wild Games Studio sincerely apologizes to Total Biscuit and anyone who felt that their freedom of speech was denied. Well, the monetization thing doesn't make sense since a ton of other less publicly critical clips were left on YouTube to make advertising money. But hey, they did technically apologize in the end. Right. It was kind of like a, we apologize, but this is why we're not really sorry. We're like justifying (laughs) our original claim. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm totally thrilled, but Total Biscuit's original video is now back online and no one should buy their game. I mean, it's publicly not liked by like everyone. I don't even understand why it was only Total Biscuit that got denied, right? And and you know forced to redact his video post. I don't know either. Maybe because he was the most popular critic that reviewed it. Probably, they probably, they probably went after the top guy. Yeah. On the plus side, they saw the public backlash in the comments and everything, and immediately stepped out to apologize. But man, your reputation as a studio is going to be severely hindered by something like that. Yeah. So. A 64-year-old woman has sued over destroyed virtual items Hmm. worth $28,000. In the online game Lineage, you can enchant in-game items to enhance them. If you're unsuccessful, though, the item perishes. In South Korea, one gaming granny tried to enchant an extremely rare sword but failed, so she sued the game's maker. (laughs) According to Inven, a 64-year-old woman sued NCSoft earlier this spring over a lost lineage item. She had acquired the incredibly rare Jin Myung Huang Conduct Sword, which can apparently fetch the 30 million won in the resale market, which is 28 grand. The woman claimed that she wow. accidentally tried to enchant the sword, adding that she would never actively try to enchant the item. <laughs> right. Doing so, she claimed, would risk its destruction. Of course. Instead, <laughs> she was trying to enchant a cheaper item, but instead enchanted this Conduct Sword. After NCSoft refused to restore the item, she filed suit. (laughs) Keep in mind that this is the first Lineage game, which was released back in 1998 and still happens to be popular in South Korea, I guess. Wow. If there's people selling items for $28,000, I guess so. Yes. Especially in comparison, the game's North American servers were shut down in 2011 (laughs) because uh, the game came out in 98, people. Right. 
However, the court showed that the gaming granny's game log revealed she continued to enchant other items after failing in- to enchant the rare sword. There were also records of her failing to enchant other items, as well as purchasing an in-game scroll to increase her enchanting abilities. Right. <laughs> so basically, she just tried to enchant it, and then got really mad when it was destroyed and wanted to blame somebody. <laughs> right. <laughs> nice. Which of those... You go, granny. Yeah. I, uh, I don't think you understand how this works. <laughs> so Coinstar is apparently now going to be able to turn your change into Xbox Live cash. It's funny. I was just about to go to Coinstar. We've got a whole bunch of... Uh... You think you'll turn it into Xbox Live money? No. Okay. No, I don't think so. I don't think many people are going to. Turn it into PSN money. What did Microsoft have to pay to make it their service become a part of that? I don't know. Why don't they just do something useful for once, ever? <laughs> Why is this hell... <sighs> yeah... Just make something that's as good as PS Plus. That's all you have to do. Yeah. But every week they're doing some dumb shit that doesn't help anybody, but it's part of their new business plan. I don't I don't understand it. I mean, on the one hand, this will give people more opportunities to spend more on Xbox. And that I get mm-hmm. I mean, from any perspective, yeah, it's gotta it's on all gotta... the amazing exclusives that they have. <laughs> and you know, that awesome Xbox Live Gold. I mean at least for next gen, I can understand how that kind of makes sense. Sure. At the same time, it's like, how much is this really going to generate? How many people are turning enough money into Coinstar that they can actually spend money on something? Right. On Xbox Live. <laughs> I don't know. Vats of coins in your yeah, basement. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I turned out literally $62 of <laughs> pennies. It's 13 years worth of pennies. That I can almost saving buy Dead Rising. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Sony has objected to Ellen Page nudity in Beyond Two Souls leak. Mm. Okay, so apparently in Beyond Two Souls, played with a dev kit and used through a PC emulator, you can change the camera angle, and there is a shower scene. Okay. So, of course, those images leaked to the web, mm-hmm. and so there's like nude pictures of Ellen Page everywhere now. <laughs> Digital Ellen Page. <sighs> Fap, 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 all you idiots out there. I know everyone wants to see Ellen Page naked, but first of all, it's a digital representation. And secondly, Sony is really upset about this. And Mm. I would be too. I mean, the game was designed not to be that kind of a resource. Yeah. Like, that scene is... It's not a sexualized game. Right. And so, uh, of course, a user on Reddit posted everything. Mm -hmm. And I checked today to make sure after reading this article, and yes, it has all been pulled. However, there are still links everywhere all over the web. So if you search Google, you'll still come up with them and stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. (laughs) The links that people go... You know there's real porn on the internet, right, people? (laughs) Like, you can see actual people having sex with other people. You did know that the internet is for porn. Yeah. (laughs) So there is a lot of it out there. (laughs) This is true. Meanwhile... People are going bonkers over trying to find that Ellen Page nudity. (laughs) Oh, man. And last on the news we care about today, my favorite news piece that I had to save for last, an article posted on Polygon yesterday that was titled, New York Committee Going to Rochester to Learn About Video Games. Really? The New York State Select Committee on Science, Technology, Incubation, and Entrepreneurship is headed to the Rochester Institute of Technology today to learn more about the video game industry, according to the state's Senate's official site. The committee will hold a roundtable called Growing Community and Video Game Development in New York from 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. today at RIT. 
Uh, so obviously this has already happened by the time you listen to this. The goal of the discussion, which will be open to the public, is to learn how to attract those in the industry to the state. Members of the committee le- met last month with the CEO of Take Two, executive producer of MTV Digital, Tom Akel, and co-president of Games for Changed, Asi Barak, at the Polytechnic Institute of New York for a similar discussion. That's pretty awesome. That is uh, awesome. It's, I mean, it's obviously going to bring revenue to the state. And at the same time, you know, Take Two, Rockstar North... They're very involved in video game development in the state, but there isn't very much else. And right. for the amount of people that go to RIT, which is quickly becoming known as not just a second-rate MIT, but a really prestigious technological school, it gives more opportunity to not have to travel across country to, and also the possibility for maybe more studios to spring up right. and get state incentives to do so. That's good. Yeah, awesome. Well, ladies and gents, that'll do it for episode 20 here on IRL Game Chat. As always, if you're listening to this, you're not just a listener, but you're also a friend. <laughs> so, you know, so feel free to hit us up anywhere you can find us on the interwebs. You can email us at IRLGameChat at gmail.com. You can tweet us at IRLGameChat. Uh, and also, if you're listening to us on an app of some sort, please, you know, give, Five star. It, give us a positive rating. Favorite, whatever. You know, help us get out to more people and, and reach uh, a greater fan base if you like us spread the word yeah and if you don't like us why are you even listening yeah i mean just you know hit the stop button yeah i mean why didn't you hit the stop button already a long time ago why did yeah. i have to tell you to do it now yeah i mean what's wrong with you <laughs> aside from the fact you don't like to listen to us why are you listening for this long to something you don't care about and don't like yeah are you a masochist are yeah. you sitting there like stabbing yourself with a pen oh man i don't know well, anyway, on Twitter, I am Mr. Spud Winters, and Luke is Level Up Luke. And you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash IRL Game Chat. Indeed. Until next time. Thanks for listening, guys. And game on. Whee! <laughs>
a smooth <laughs> microphone. How how does that smell to you? Kind of rubbery. Yeah, I could probably get sick if I did it too long. <laughs> <laughs> it's the styrofoam from the mic, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>